Welcome to Be Alive, the podcast produced by the Young Adult Ministry of the Diocese of St. Augustine. Join us for compelling conversations with young people as they share their stories of faith, prayer, community, and their journey to sainthood. Be engaged. Be inspired. Be empowered. Be alive. Hi, Father Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Caitlin. How are you? I'm doing good. I feel like that's such a complex question to answer. There's been just so many things that have happened yeah. since we were last recording, but I'm doing good. Just unpacking like what's happened in the last couple of months because it's been a, a fat minute since we've recorded. Yeah, lots going on. Yeah. How have you been doing? Good, good. You know, we're trying to keep up with everything here in the parish and uh, try to help the parishioners as, as best we can. And and, and try to grow the parish family here a little bit. Beautiful. And I'm sure it's nice. Maybe it might be slowing down a little bit now that it's summer. <laughs> I don't know um, what it looks like over there. but <laughs> Well, we squeeze a bunch of things in in the summer that we can't do the rest of the time because school's in session. So we've got a bunch right. of stuff going on at the school and yeah, more stuff. So we have someone special here with us today. Yes, we have Kaylee Coleman joining us today. Welcome to the podcast, Kaylee. Hello, thank you guys for having me. Of course. Thank you for joining us. Yes, glad to be here. <laughs> I was telling Caitlin, I used to have a podcast back in the day and I kind of miss it. So it's lovely to be back for a little bit. <laughs> so Kaylee, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Just kind of sharing a little bit about yourself. Yes, and I have my four-month-old with me. <laughs> she does not seem to be wanting to just relax. So you might hear her, which is okay. <laughs> So my name is Kaylee Coleman. I am married to Matt for about four years now, and we have technically three kids. Our first is in heaven. We had early miscarriage, and then we have Joseph, who's two, and Amelia, who is four months, and it's talking to you right now. I stay home with them full-time, and then part-time in the evenings, I will meet with clients to teach them about their fertility health using natural family planning with the Creighton model of natural family planning. And then a fun fact, I would say this summer, I have tried out my hand in gardening. And right now I am trying to resurrect my garden because we were out of town for a few weeks and it's looking really bad. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun so. trying to figure it out. <laughs> so for those that are, are listening, can you help us understand what NFP is uh, for those who might be familiar with it? And, and yes. perhaps tell us a little bit about why the church calls us to that. Yeah. So NFP stands for natural family planning. I kind of think it should be just called fertility-based awareness because it's not just for people who are trying to plan a family. But really what it is, is it helps women and couples to understand what is happening in a woman's body to tell us like what's going on in her cycle and her overall fertility health um, and her overall just health in general. Cause a lot of what goes on in fertility aspect can affect your overall health. But then once you, we use like different biomarkers of the body that help us tell us when a woman will be close to ovulation and things like that. And as the woman's paying attention to these biomarkers, she takes time to write it down on a chart every night to just kind of keep track and be able to understand okay, this is what is happening in my body. And then with meeting with a professional who's trained in it, they can kind of help see, okay, is there anything, any underlying issues, any troubleshooting problems? And then in the case of in marriage, 
couples can use it as a way to, based off of what is happening in the woman's body, they can use it as a way to determine when a woman is fertile and when a woman is infertile and be able to time intercourse based off of in union with the Lord, where they're designed to grow their family or maybe not grow their family for right now. So they could use times of fertility or infertility for intercourse to be able to plan their family well. It's kind of like an overview of NFP as a whole. Does that make sense so far? <laughs> yes, yes. So, so what's the church's interest in NFP? So the church is beautiful because the church, a lot of times people are like, why does the church even care about fertility? But if you think about it, marriage is intended to be the visual representation of our relationship with God here on earth. The church cares so much about that and desires for that to have the dignity of both the husband and the wife always at the first front and foremost, but then also the beauty of marriage be intertwined in that. And so the church teaching itself essentially tells us that we desire for married men and women to maintain this dignity and be able to be completely unitive and procreative in their intercourse every single time and being able to surrender their fertility to the Lord. And so with using natural family planning, it does not block life from happening. We may just have a time of, okay, now just might not be the best time. So we're going to try what we can and surrender it to the Lord to avoid a pregnancy but it doesn't by any means contracept or not allow the marital act to be procreative or unitive. Like it's still entirely able to do that using natural family planning and timing of intercourse, but by no means it does not contracept or block life from possibly happening. The act itself can still be unitive and procreative, and it gives the couple a glimpse of the love that the Heavenly Father has for us. Reading through different articles such as Humana Vitae written by Pope Paul mm -hmm. VI or even the Catechism of the Catholic Church, those are like two really good resources to help people just understand the beauty of the church's teaching in that. But really, ultimately, we desire to have a love that points us towards heaven and laying down a life for each other and giving each other as a total gift is where the church desires for couples to use NFP as a way to plan their families in that way. Right. And like how you said, you know, with using NFP, couples are still open to God's plan. It's not like a way to abuse it in order to like prevent God's plan mm -hmm. from happening. But it also like, as opposed to contraception, I feel like with contraception, women's fertility and pregnancy is often viewed as like yeah. a disease that we don't want to catch. We want to yeah. prevent this disease, pregnancy from happening. Whereas with NFP, it's respecting the woman's fertility, the mm -hmm. woman's dignity and the beauty and the gift that pregnancy is. And like working together too, like it's not just on one person working together to understand the woman's body and then to grow as a couple and having those moments of abstinence and being able to grow in unity without necessarily participating in the marital act. Yeah, so true. And it's crazy. I don't have the exact numbers on me, but statistically couples who practice natural family planning, as opposed to contraception, the success rate for marriage is statistically way higher than those who use contraceptive methods, because in the use of contraception, you get in the habit of possibly being able to use your spouse just for pleasure, right. not necessarily as a complete and total gift. There's just so many, so many benefits to it besides just marital happiness overall and success. You're able to benefit in so many ways health-wise too. One, one of the things that you said that I'd like to highlight is just the, the communication that happens mm -hmm. between mm -hmm. spouses when they're practicing NFP, that, you know, that that communication bears fruits in all areas of the marital relationship. 
So true. So many people don't realize the communication that goes into marriage as a whole in general, but also especially in the fertility health, because you have to decide each day, like, is this a good time to be open to life? Is it not? And like having conversations about that and teaches you to communicate, not just about sexual type things, but also communicating as a whole person, like your spiritual side, your physical side, your intellectual, your creative, communicative, and emotional side. Like all of those are encompassed in when you practice natural family planning, these are the things that we help guide our couples to talk about and so that you can have more of a holistic, whole person view of each other instead of just thinking, oh, now I'm married. We get to have intercourse. That's about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So you got to keep keep living and loving each other through the communication and you can grow in that so many ways. No, definitely. So how long have you been teaching NFP and what kind of led you to even like want to pursue being an NFP practitioner and instructing couples and teaching about natural family planning? Yeah, great question. Been teaching for right at four years, actually. And the biggest thing that was really my desire to help me um, or for me to get into this was that I had a lot of cycle issues throughout high school and college. And every year I would go back to my doctor and I'm asking, can you help me fix this? And they're like, well, you don't seem to have any issues, but we can give you birth control. Mm -hmm. And at the time I knew nothing about it. It just didn't sound like something that I wanted. And it wasn't even like a religious reason to say no. I just decided I'd rather not. I'd rather find out what's going on. So I'm going to deal with these symptoms and kind of struggle through that. And then when I was a senior in college, a friend told me you could actually use NFP as a single woman to figure out what's going on in your cycle. And I was like, sign me up, please. So once this friend started teaching it, I was able to learn right away what was going on in my cycles. And I learned it was actually progesterone deficiency happening, mm -hmm. causing all this havoc in my life. And then we were able to straighten that out. And then fast forward outside of college, I was a missionary for three years on college campuses. And I found myself majority of my time with the women I was ministering with, we would get into conversations about NFP and about how beneficial it can be for your health. But I, like, I really didn't know how to teach them, but I also knew that birth control was not necessarily the best option. So I became very passionate talking to them about it. I, my husband used to joke that I could like walk into a room, meet someone and in two minutes, we're talking about NFP. And that was before I was teaching it. <laughs> Now that I teach it, it's even worse, probably one minute, but you know, I love it. Um, but yeah, so that just led me to, once I realized the Lord's calling me out of mission, but entering into my vocation. So what could I do to still serve him? And I, I realized, yeah, NFP is definitely the way to go learning this and how to teach it and how to share it with so a ministry in, um, yeah, just like loving people where they are in so many ways. But I really wanted to get started to help single women in understanding their bodies. Mm. So they know that they have other options besides just birth control out there. I was just going to say, one of the things that strikes me is the, is the irony of some people, young women, you know, trying so hard to be very careful about what they take in, in their diet and their food, then they take birth control and, you know, the things that they wouldn't dare take in their food, they're taking these hormones, these chemicals that just throw everything out of whack. I agree, father. I'm like, I see it all the time in some of my clients that come that they're on the pill and stuff like that. And they're like, oh yeah, I've been eating healthy. I exercise regularly and all this. And I'm like, but you're pumping yourself full of all these fake chemicals and you don't see that that's affecting you. Like it's so wild. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like we've touched on it just throughout this uh, episode so far, but like that is a common misconception about natural family planning is that it is only for married couples, but it is actually used a lot for single women. Um, it can be used by single women. I started using NFT three years before I even 
got married, not to only learn more about their cycles, but to find solutions to health issues, like you said, because like a lot of times, the majority of doctors and OBGYNs like aren't taught other ways to address those issues they are taught to give birth control like birth control Mm -hmm. is the solution that they're taught and like there's no other option and I remember being so frustrated by that because I just like you know didn't feel comfortable taking birth control and it wasn't until my freshman year of college one of our focus missionaries and I were just having some girl talk and she was like actually there are other options like don't take birth control like don't give up And I was able to learn more about my body and go into a doctor who knew what they were doing, was able to read my chart and start my health journey into getting medical attention that I needed that would have totally been disregarded had I just taken birth control. Because like birth control is just like putting a Band-Aid over an issue. It doesn't actually cure anything. It's like taking ibuprofen for a headache or whatever, you know, just kind of like masks the symptoms. But what caused the headache doesn't necessarily go away. So yeah, so I know this is kind of like a loaded question, but if you could just explain like why birth control is something that women should try to avoid and how NFP could be beneficial to overcoming some of those health issues that they might be experiencing or irregular cycles or things like that. Yeah, I feel like Caitlin, you and I are both prime examples of (laughs) it was forced on us. That was our only option. And we were both like, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. Not really having a solid reason why, but just knowing it wasn't the best option for us. Um, And I'm very, very grateful for that because not everyone has that. Like I know a lot of times young women will go to their moms with these issues. Moms don't know any better. Moms are like, let's go to the OB. OB suggests birth control. Mm -hmm. And they're like torn because they're like, we know that the church isn't okay with that, but this is for medical reasons, not for sexual reasons. So it's okay, right? I mean, maybe yes, but really no, (laughs) because it's, it's just really the health risks that that puts you at by using birth control, especially if you get on it in middle school, high school, and you're on it for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. By the time you decide, oh, you've met your husband, you want to start a family, like your risk for infertility or hormonal imbalances that could cause miscarriage are greatly increased. There's always a, a higher risk of cancer, such as breast cancer. There's been higher cases of breast cancer mm-hmm. in women younger than 45 mm-hmm. in this like generation going on now than there ever has been before. Um, cervical cancer is another huge one and liver cancer, things like that. Like cancers that women have never really gotten too much of in like our grandparents' generation are suddenly like outrageous in our generation. Even thinking like blood clots or gaining weight, having a change in appetite, change in mood swings, all these things are like negative side effects to birth control. The list goes on and on and on. If you like got an actual insert to a birth control packet, it will tell you more negative things that the thing can possibly do to you and likely will do to you than it would ever tell you positive things it could do Mm. for you. So just knowing like that's not your only option if you are a single woman listening to this or even a married woman and you are having cycle issues either on the pill, being offered the pill or just really scared to come off of it so you don't have cycle issues. It is possible. There is help out there. Natural family planning can help to understand from the root what is going on in your cycle. And then we have doctors using Creighton specifically, we have doctors that are trained in natural procreative technology, which is called NAPRO technology. And so these doctors are trained all over the place to read the charts and then know like, oh, I see progesterone might be an issue. Let's test your hormone levels. Let's see how we can get that issue back up for things such as hormonal imbalances or 
the woman has premenstrual syndrome, that can be helpful. Women who have ovarian cysts, there are different surgeries that can be done to help get rid of those and help them to not come back based off of helping your balance of hormones, thyroid dysfunction, all kinds of things that like NFP can actually help if you have like the right tools um, in that way. So definitely is like so beneficial just to understand what's going on in your body and recognizing those red flags whenever you're working with a trained instructor and that can help guide you. The instructors usually have ways to know like, okay, here's a doctor that can help you further once you've understood all of that. So, and even if you don't have health issues, it's still really good to know your cycle before you get engaged. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <laughs> because it can be hectic with wedding planning and the engagement process. So to already have a hand on that and not be trying to learn your cycle can be really, really beneficial to you. There are so many benefits to NFP and so many risks and side effects to birth control. Weighing the risks to the benefits, it's like, wow, the benefits of NFP are way better because there are no side effects of it at all, except for getting real help. <laughs> so, wow. And just from some of the things that I've experienced out here in this part of the diocese, a lot of our resources in the diocese tend to be Jacksonville centric, Jacksonville focused. Mm -hmm. And and if you live in Jacksonville, great. You know, if you live between Jacksonville and the beach, even better, because you can take care of resources or take advantage of resources in both places. Mm -hmm. But if you're, you know, way out West or in a rural part of our diocese and a significant part of our diocese is pretty rural. How does somebody out there take advantage of some of the resources, find NFP instructors, find medical professionals who can help with some of these issues. It seems like that would be a huge challenge for some of the people in our diocese. So true. Great point too, because I'm in the heart of Jacksonville, so I don't really think of that too much. <laughs> but really, the diocese has a great tool on the website to help find NFP instructors. And no matter where you are, like I know Gainesville has a couple people and all throughout the diocese have people listed in different sections. But the cool thing is the majority of the instructors that I know do Zoom calls with their clients to be yes. able to help teach them. So they can easily access it online. And then there are several different doctors that we could recommend. Um, I know throughout the state of Florida, if you're in Florida, I mean, you might have to drive a little bit. Some doctors will do like Zoom call visits for a couple of visits too. That will mm -hmm. help truly figure out what's going on in the woman's cycle. So there are all kinds of resources throughout the state of Florida in general, and like lots of different things on the website. So the biggest thing is getting connected with an instructor and they can probably guide and someone in that, that way to get a better doctor option there too. Yeah. So, so, so someone who's out in one of the rural parts of our diocese shouldn't give up hope on that regard yes. that they can zoom in with an instructor and the instructor can help connect them to other resources mm -hmm. from there. Yes, That's absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely. My NFP doctor specifically, she's actually in Tampa and I'm here in Jacksonville, she's able to help me over the phone as needed or Zoom calls and things like that. So it's just kind of, we can help connect people from all over the place for sure. But we do have some people here in Jacksonville that are trained to be able to help too. Very good. And I also just wanted to say thank you, Kaylee, for your fiat for being an NFP <laughs> practitioner, because I was talking to you earlier today and I gave a theology of the body talk at a high school just a few months ago. And I talked about birth control and the realities to that. And it was actually, it broke my heart, like how many girls came up to me afterward and were like, I've never heard that before in my life. And I'm taking birth control, you know, and there's a large unawareness of it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize the beauty that natural family planning can offer to even single women. So I appreciate people like yeah. you who've yeah. answered the call and are willing to educate people. And 
I just hope one day, like we have like courses in high schools and middle schools, you know, that can like teach young women um, about these things. Cause it's just so important. And even like we've talked about, like our medical professionals don't even know. Definitely so something we're working towards. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hopefully some of our listeners may take on the additional challenge of maybe getting into the field and helping mm -hmm. in the future with young couples. Yes, so true. I have little dreams planted in my heart with all of this to be able to get the awareness out there, but it's one step at a time in the midst of the chaos of raising a family. <laughs> For sure. So at the end of all of our episodes, we usually ask our guests to share a weekly challenge for the listeners. So do you have a weekly challenge for anyone listening today? Yeah, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, honestly, like whether you are a male or female listening to this podcast, if you have, like everyone has women in their lives, everyone, whether it's a friend, a mom, sister, whatever, that may not be aware of natural family planning, a great challenge would be find a way to educate yourself, like different ways of whether listening to this can be educational, share it with a friend, share it with families, but also just like educating yourself further to be able to understand natural family planning, the benefits of it, um, and things like that. One website that I find very helpful to just explain it. The website is naturalwomanhood.org. So Caitlin, whose turn is it? I'll start us off for this okay. season. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, I would like to thank you for the gift of femininity, uh, for the gift of the... Um, female body and for the gift of fertility, the gift of pregnancy, the gift of children, the gift of family life, for the gift of Kaylee and her motherhood, and for her practice of natural family planning, for all that she does to walk with couples and educate them about their fertility and helping them to use that gift to better glorify you in their vocation. And for also walking alongside single women as they pursue the solution to their health issues, as they um, seek answers and seek help to achieve a healthier, happier life. Lord, thank you just so much for all of these things. And we give all the glory back to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Kaylee, for joining us and for making time for us. I know that it's not yes. easy, you, um, but it was such a joy having you on today. And I'm just so excited for all the people, especially the young women who get to listen to this and maybe learn, learn something and learn that there are other options out there for them if they are struggling with fertility or health issues or anything along those lines. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to talk about this could go on for days <laughs> of course and thank you to all of our listeners we will catch you guys next time thank you for listening to be alive if you enjoyed this podcast be sure to leave a review or share it with a friend also make sure to follow the diocese of saint augustine on all social media platforms to hear about the wonderful things happening in our community